0: Oh, wow. There's pointing going on. <laughs> oh, pointing going on, like, you know, a pen, like fine points.
1: <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another round, a sixth round of pen. Noobs! Oh wow, there's pointing going on. (laughs) Pointing
0: going on, like you know, a pen, like fine points.
1: (laughs) Anyway, I'm your usual host, Jika, and he is Ryan. Hello, hello. We are your dedicated pen noobs going on for six episodes. Um, and as we said last episode. We're actually talking about something special and close to our hearts today that branches off or maybe is an offshoot of planning, and that is journaling. 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 Yeah, exactly. Because maybe yeah. some of you don't feel the vibe of planning. Maybe you like not knowing what you're gonna do next or what's gonna happen next? I mean to each his own, but maybe you're of a more free-spirited and expressionist a character. That's a stereotype, by the way, but maybe this episode's more to your liking. We are gonna be talking about journaling today, but before that, and we're gonna go to our dedicated segment called Noob Discoveries. Discoveries,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: So Ryan, what did you discover recently? Well, um,
0: I discovered a really lovely um, YouTube vlogger who's into found events. Her name is, or her account name is Adventures of Denali. So she, I think she's also a teacher. Yeah, she's an art teacher or a literature teacher. I'm sorry, Denali, if you are watching this, I'm really sorry. I have not really watched all of your episodes yet to really dig into your profile, but I do know that you mentioned in one of your episodes that you are a teacher and um that's something that helped me connect with you um as a fountain pen enthusiast i love also that you are into vintage pens and your videos also her videos inspire me pretty much to one get a caveco brass like the way she described it was so compelling i was like oh my gosh she talked about it as a comfort stone or whatever she did say that you know holding a caveco brass feels like you have there's something that you can hold on to that is quite comforting. So that really resonated so well with me. And then the second one would be vintage pens. So I am starting, kind of starting my vintage pen journey. I just have one, which I will not talk about for now. I'll talk about it in some other episode once we start talking about vintage pens. So yeah, that's my new discovery. How about for you, Jika?
1: My new discoveries are actually old discoveries maybe because i want you guys to discover them for yourselves. Um we're actually not the only podcast about pens. We're so new in the game. We're so new. We're noobs in fountain pens and we're noobs in this whole podcasting. So i guess i just want to make recommendations to people that i admire and actually were essentially the scoby <laughs> sorry, the scoby culture um, behind this podcast. So maybe guys i look up the pen addict that's brad dowdy and mike hurley and tokyo inklings with cy and jacob c-y and jacob sorry um and other you know fountain pen and stationery creators on youtube like david of fake on pens ghouli ghouli pens as usual um and i'm sure that i'm going to drop a few more links to these accounts um down the line oh and stationery cafe by the way which is also a nice podcast um we are so proud to be as far as i know the podcast of this manila of the country i don't know so far of this nature that's maybe a big claim but we wouldn't be here we wouldn't be the noobs that we are if it weren't for these creators um we consult their content every time we buy a new pen (laughs) we consult their content every time before we buy something that we really want to invest in. Because, you know, when you're a noob, you got to depend on experts. So maybe, and this is fingers crossed, maybe someday down the line, we'll get to talk to some of them. That's part of the dream. That's part of the goal. But yeah, my noob discovery is actually an encouragement for you guys to discover them as well. Yeah. So are we an inspirational channel now.
0: <laughs> Actually I do remember when I was starting my and Pen journey. I didn't really know who to refer to. I was like, oh I'll just Google or I'll just type on YouTube. But I do see some vloggers who have been very consistent. Yeah. And those that you've mentioned really were also my go-to um YouTube channels for and Pen. So yeah. I hope you guys check them out because they are inspiring. They will put you on the right path they will not just give you recommendations simply for you to spend but they will give you really recommendations that are not biased nor are they sponsored but they're more really um objective in that sense to help you make decisions.
1: some are sponsored though but they announced yeah. it because like that's that's the law of the internet now <laughs> but yeah Anyway, those are our noob discoveries. We have hijacked what discovery is. Sometimes you got to discover stuff by way of us as well. So getting to the topic, we're going to talk about journaling today. And really, what is journaling? We like defining terms here. We are English teachers. What's journaling for you, Rai?
0: Mm, journaling Um, basically is the process of... Wow, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> I made the technical. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Journaling is a verb or it could be a noun. It depends on how you use it in a sentence. But (laughs) basically, um, journaling is writing. Uh, Writing with um, intention. That's how probably I would define it. In the simplest, but trying to be a little bit philosophical. So it's writing with um, intention.
1: Oh, I love it, writing. Maybe I'll hijack that a bit or adapt it to what I do because I don't I mean I do a lot of writing but I also do a lot of recording. Um fairly recently I did get into media journaling. Um and honestly I could have gone the easier route where I just print out pictures of the poster and then written down the title the director and the year but I've actually written reviews for my journal as well so like mm-hmm. more than writing and some people do not write. I mean sometimes they journal while, while essentially making quote unquote jug journals. So it's not always writing. It's also a way for, I think, people to record stuff. There's also such a thing as memory keeping, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, we're actually going to talk about the different journals. Actually, they seem like challenges. We have a list right now in our document of yeah. um, ascending order in terms of difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. the kinds exactly. of journals that you will likely be able to keep up with based on our totally subjective opinion and experience yeah. so yeah okay let's talk about journals um how do you journal or what's your journaling journey journaling <laughs> journey yeah 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 of course um
0: i do remember when i was younger that was um this is going to be a little bit emotional. <laughs> no, like, it was like days before my mom passed away. Um, We were in National Bookstore. I was around nine years old that time. Yeah, I was nine years old that time. And then I saw this Snoopy notebook. <laughs> it was hard bound. It's not hard bound, but it's, like, it's covered with like PVC or plastic. You know, mm-hmm. you're like OG, oh, big, big. You, you know, you, you you have a lot of stuff or like it's good stuff already. If you yeah. have a big notebook, it co- it's covered with like um, hard plastic, not leather. Um, but yeah, I my mom bought me that notebook and um, I used it when she passed away. I started writing um, about my, my feelings about her passing away when I was nine years old. So I think that was the start of my journal without being too conscious about the idea of journaling. Um that makes sense. Yeah. So I did have a face when I was younger when I was like, oh, I wanna do like a diary, stuff like Dear diary, then you know, stereotype about growing up. Oh, that's kinda it's kinda I would use the word um soft <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. for a guy. Like Dude, you're you're a teenager. You're doing a diary, like yeah. So I stopped doing a diary, um, but I did write some of the stuff that I had in my mind. And that was a time where in Twitter was a thing, so oh. I did have it on Twitter come right out, and oh, Everything, oh, my <laughs> was not as satisfying as writing things down in paper. So yeah, basically that was my journey when it comes to journal. Um, not so much about the brands because um. But I really wanted to focus more about how I really started, like what prompted me to start journaling because this is more personal compared to like, let's say, a planner, which has yeah. a little more of like an objective. This one is really more personal
2: experience. So yeah, that's my journey.
1: Thanks I for work. being vulnerable with us, though. Thank you. Thank you. Also. Thank you. <laughs> that part, yeah. I'm going to segue now because you were talking about like you were planning to make a dear diary journal. Um wait i'm gonna get
2: these
0: you have oh my gosh you opened the cabinet
1: (laughs) um yeah if you're on youtube you're totally gonna see my first ever diary Uh, i don't know it says j-a-l-y-c i i just got it as a gift and like again Most journals don't start out being branded. Most journalers don't start out being so conscious of what they put in it. They just know that there's a journal and then you dump stuff in it. It's a dumpster. It's a trash heap. And my first entry is in December 17, 1999. Oh my gosh, 1999. Yeah. Yeah. I am older than Ryan, by the way. So yeah, 1999 for me is like I was, yeah. December 17 1999 which happened to be a Friday and I started dear diary oh my god that's so cool. but i i mostly wrote my entries in tagalog so that's the filipino language in um in manila but yeah i was talking about my friends i have entries i wrote really bad poetry Let's not go there. My handwriting changed over the course of many years. Um, on December 31st to January January 1st, 2001, I said, Dear Diary, I only have one and only one thing to say. And it's, New Year is the worst holiday. I was 12. Please forgive me. My last entry in this one was in
2: 2004.
1: Ooh. So yeah, I, I found this fairly recently because we were... Spring cleaning, there's no spring in Metro Manila in the Philippines, but you know it's the term. but yeah, I found it again. and apparently it contains the most important or formative years of my life. Wow, in this small space. So it's we're gonna get personal. I think that's gonna be inevitable with this episode, but journaling is something that is more subjective. It's more personal. It's more experiential as compared to, say, planning because, you know, planning is about is not necessarily personal. It's about accomplishing things that you have to do, um, feeling productive, you know, getting things done. But when it comes to journaling, yeah, you can journal anytime. You can journal anything. You can be a 10-year-old saying, dear diary. (laughs) And saying the worst things about your very shallow experiences, but it still counts as a journal. So I'm so excited for the rest of the stuff that we're going to talk about because we are now older and the wiser and we have better access and easier access to better materials. So oh, journaling journeys, personal places. So how are you journaling now? Right. So,
0: um, When I got into Fountain Pen, that was also the time wherein I decided I wanted to keep a journal. (laughs) Um, So actually my first ever, um, I wouldn't say a journal yet, but my first ever notebook was the Traveler's notebook. But the color was black. So I was like, oh, this is kind of formal or like kind of work-ish. So I kind of, I, I got myself a brown one and brown one was supposed to be my personal one
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but you know i got carried away so but, you know brown looks like a color for like work or like no not work but like creative stuff you know like oh i want to be creative here in the brown ones so, like, okay. <laughs> so i got myself now this one is legit now okay, okay. so i got the camel <laughs> so and it has an r look see r our books deserve it's Starbucks yeah. reserved, but, Is but uh, limited like edition stuff? No. Um I got this, I think from Crafty Case. Hi Crafty Case. Hi Crafty Case. I bought it from her. Um together with the other <laughs> limited edition. Um this one, the is that um the
1: Tokyo, Tokyo, Station. Tokyo Station. Limited edition, yeah. yeah.
0: I was supposed to say Narita, but that yeah, airport. That's the airport, <gasps> yeah. Like okay yeah so Tokyo Station, <laughs> so this is supposed to be my 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 um, travel, um, TN like I document my travels here. But we haven't been out for a while, so you staying there like no showing it to people. This one basically is my personal journal, mm-hmm. but it's more of my hmm how would I say this? I call it a. Do- because I'm a Gemini, <laughs> I put myself into three layers, wherein Geminis have different faces. You know how Geminis are like twins, two sides. But I do think that Geminis have three sides. So this is like my, um, I call this the dark Gemini energy. So basically, um, it's filled with just the lightweight paper. And mm-hmm. I just write here. No design, no decorations, all just reflections about the bad stuff I've done or maybe the things (laughs) I'm not very proud of, like I got a bit angry or I wasn't very patient or, yeah, basically those. It's reflective but also more
2: raw in the sense that just very –
0: so there. Yeah. It's like dark Gemini energy journal. Okay. So I have three. <laughs> okay, two more, go. Two more. And the second one, which I did show in the IG live, but I do want to share it also here. This is my Hobonichi in um, six English version. Okay. Um, This is my basic, the creative one, wherein right? I do get to decorate it. So yeah, there, look at me decorating my notebook. Beauty. Vernal. Oh, yes. Yeah, so basically i I stick some stuff here, like someone sends me something i send i i stick the card Aww. um what else did I put here um photos um I do have a kodak mini printer mm-hmm. so I do print some of the photos that I do have um so there's I print photos or maybe someone gave me a gift, so I put the tag here so yeah, kind of that kind of sentimental person um weirdly i even have a starbucks cup um <laughs> Starbucks cup because i don't know i found the the tea comforting because someone gave me tea that time when i was craving for it so yeah this is more like my sentimental you know memory keeping yeah um journal and this is more of like my gray gemini energy okay. journal gray so yeah that's black this is gray um but also leaning towards the white okay yeah and then the last one which i am very guilty of not completing (laughs) white gemini energy journal which is the five year diary wherein i'm supposed to just write down what i'm grateful for um yeah but a lot of times most of the things i'm grateful for is already here um, that's why I don't get to use this that much. I also make use of this ideally as a manifest journal. I'm not sure if that, oh. that people know of. I like, you know there are a lot of quotes on Twitter, or rather on Instagram and Twitter, um, Awakening, something like that, those kind of IG pages where they have um, statements like, um, not everything in this world can be resolved immediately. There are circles." circumstances where things we need t- to take time so yeah so those kind of oh, stuff it's
1: like, like motivational quotes or the stuff that you need to hear when you need to hear it
0: yeah or like i'm releasing all the unnecessary pressure i've been putting on myself so those kind of stuff <laughs> manifesting is the white gemini energy but i couldn't keep up and i realized that do i really want to keep a journal wherein i do get the the manifest statements from others or do i want to create my own manifest? Statements. So, there. Basically, those are the three. Unfortunately, I have not yet been very consistent with this one, but I've been consistent with the Hobonichi because there are dates. So, you know, you're like, oh no, I can't leave it empty for a day. It's like bad. But the other one, this one is, I do write every day or every other day depending on how I feel or if I do have the energy. Because imagine doing all three at night, so like it's kind of tiring. So yeah, those are my three systems.
1: So your Gemini self essentially is split into three, and then you have a particular schedule that you follow when you journal? Or like a loose-ish schedule? um,
0: I would say it's kind of loose. This is more of like whenever.
1: Okay, Um, the Hobonichi um, is whenever
0: whenever but this one is really at night because i do have prompts which i use um it's called the stoic the stoic life Um, is that an app it's a book basically
2: oh
0: okay i use the the daily um quotes so that pretty much serves as my prompt and a lot of times it's really about self-help um reflection about how you live your life so yeah that's how i do it it's kind of dark i do not it's not really dark, like, it's all anger or angst. I mean, hello. I've gone through that teenage phase of being angsty. (laughs) It's not it. But it's like, it's just really just raw. It's not being thankful, grateful. It's just really being critical of yourself. Like, yeah. I guess that's the best word for that one. This one's like celebrating me. This is me being great. This is me being critical of myself. So, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. Wow. Maybe another episode we're going to talk about planner, pen, and journaling personalities because there is so much promise in this whole Gemini system. Sadly, I am a crap Capricorn, so there's only one type of person or maybe according to the Zodiac sign, your Capricorn is just your basic um, obsessive compulsive. Sorry, I'm not sure if that's appropriate, but that's the colloquial term, but what do you call it? Um, Anally retentive person. (laughs) That's me. Um, And oddly enough... The hobo nichi Techo Cousin really works for me to do that. So currently, my journaling is contained in just three journals, but mostly taking place in just one. So you guys have seen my hobo nichi Techo before. I have shown it on Instagram and on our YouTube. If you're listening on the podcast, just look it up on Instagram. Um, but The Cousin is great for journaling to me, not for planning, because there are three parts to it. First is the monthly part. I had shown this before. The monthly part is great because it lets me look back at things that had occurred, the big things. I mark birthdays, I mark special events, I mark dates with my partner, so on and so forth. I even mark like the adversity of checking season <laughs> on the monthlies. Um the weeklies are somewhat planner-like because I do use the most left-hand column which is blank and undated to list the things that I got to get done or the things that I had done within the week. But each weekly page is marked with essentially um, time allotments, how much time this particular thing took. And these aren't necessarily tasks. Uh, I actually don't put a lot of tasks here. I just put events. So, yeah. and the, uh, because my scheduling is actually way looser than yours. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, the, like just allotting time blocks has been really helpful to me, to be, I guess, grateful also. Um, Viewers right now will be seeing, will see that I tend to decorate my weekly pages. Thank you, Instagram, for all the inspiration. Um. I also hijacked some formats from the Jibun Techo, which is a weekly planning journal, which is a weekly planner, also from Japan, Um, and has a somewhat similar format. But my main journaling takes place in the daily pages. Mm -hmm. So the daily pages, I like to essentially memory keep and scrapbook. But my memory keeping is somewhat more different than Ryan. I, By the way, Ryan, I just found out today that that's how you do it. So like having the realia, all the actual stuff, the note cards and the zarf of the coffee is really, wow. I don't keep things. <laughs> I, keep things. <laughs> I don't keep things like that are so simple but they are so remarkable so maybe moving forward moving forward <laughs> moving forward I will try to do that but I tend to just print out photos um I don't have a colored printer I do have an instax printer though but you know instax film is kind of difficult I use my paper run. it's a thermal printer um so whenever I just want to print a picture I just print it of course since it's thermal paper the The image fades over time, but my rule is, or at least I'm trying to start it this year, is um, once the year is up and the journal's finished, I will scan the pages just so that, you know, I can fully transition um, and keep the journal because, as you know, Hobonichis get really bulky. (laughs) Hobonichis get really bulky and I'm the kind of um, journaler who tends to stick everything on. Like, I can have four layers of stickers or four layers of washi and the collage and also, like, full-length essays about my day in my journal. Yeah. That's my example. And this is, um you can see it right now, this is the page for when I got my wisdom tooth pulled out. No holds barred. No holds barred in my daily pages. Like, I just put everything, I dump everything There is no classification for the stuff that I put in my daily pages. It's just really, I try to put as much of what I recall about the day, like the things I did, what time I woke up. Often I start with an evaluation of the day, like it was a really long day or today was actually good or I highlight one particular thing in my day. Um, I I don't categorize stuff as you do oddly enough but yeah it's been really helpful in this pandemic to have a journal um i actually had a different one before this hobonichi it was uh what do you call that the one with binder clips so you could like take pages in and out and rearrange them but um the hobonichi is a great draw sorry it's really encouraging to have nice paper as you go about things but again your journal is your journal you got to make it work for you um this is my main journal. My other journal is... I just started a media journal. And I know you kind of want one yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. It, What's a media journal? What's
0: a media journal, Gika?
1: Yeah, it's where you record... Actually, some people have a movie journal or a reading journal. I have a media journal because, you know, I'm not as decisive as that. Like, media is... I teach media. I teach mm-hmm. communication... I teach literature and language. So media is, you know, anything that you can consume, signified, so on and so forth. I'm not going to get technical, but yeah. Um, So in here go the films, the books, the documentaries, the TV shows, and I just essentially write. My paperang is super helpful for printing out posters. Um, so my first entry was actually done on April 8th. It's a poster and a little write-up about whatever happened to baby Jane from the year 1962, starring Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. I'm a real old movie and B-movie film buff. So that's great. Um, My format's really simple and minimal. I have the date that I watched it. I evaluate whether or not it's a rewatch. I write the title, the director, remarkable cast members, the genre, the year, and the country of production. And then I write little funny one-line summaries. Like, for example, for Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, I wrote down, it's misery, but with aged sibling actresses. (laughs) Or something like that. Just to, you know, feel a bit humorous and dry when I write. Um, The bottom part is just my thoughts on the movie. Um, I I have a lot to say. (laughs) I have a lot to say. Yeah, so there's that it's kind of long form and um yeah this media journal is something that i'm really excited about cuz i've only started maybe 6 7 movies but it's a great place to you know keep track of things what you've seen what you're consuming at a given time are you in a particular mood like recently i'm into horror and sci-fi again um it's also a great way to you know keep in check themes that are relevant because you know the political climate right now is kind of tumultuous so I like comparing and contrasting the movies that I saw from like say the 1960s and what oh gosh we hung and yeah um I like having the media journal because I get to being a literature and media teacher and that's also my major in both college and my postgraduate degree um I like talking about I like comparing and contrasting themes with real life. I like comparing and contrasting what happened in a movie from the 1960s with what's going on in 2021. You know, I feel like it's also something of a duty. Oh my God, are we getting political? <laughs> I think it's a civil duty to be aware and also be sometimes a devil's advocate to certain things that are going on either in the film or in real life. And lastly, and this is the most planner. And fountain pen-oriented or pen-oriented motivation. It's really to practice and clean up my handwriting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. My third journal is a five-year journal. But you have a Midori brand one, right? Mm-hmm. I have an A6 Hobonichi five-year techo. It's much smaller. It's It, it uses Tomoe River paper. And I am utter crap at keeping up with it, just like you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I tend to write in this once a month that means that i catch up on 30 days at a time so that's not a good habit um one of our followers actually on instagram um it's huya Gordz. he's i think from america but he his wife's filipina he was saying that he has a five-year journal but his is loister and he actually writes in it at the start of the day and i think that's a a very refreshing way of going about this. Maybe I'll try it starting. I won't put pressure on myself. It's a Friday. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that on Monday. But maybe starting your day with a low-pressure um, journaling activity, like a one-line journal, one-line-a-day journal, could actually set yourself in a good disposition for the day, to face the day actually. So, start of the day, end of the day. I don't want to keep doing this once a month anymore. Because, yeah. I, I, it's also... Journaling is also, I think, a mindful or a mindfulness activity. It
2: is. It
1: is but, a mind- so, what is mindfulness? Because, like, I'm fairly new to it.
0: Yeah. Um, mindfulness is a practice or exercise of being in the moment. Mm. Um, well, you can think of mindfulness basically as a practice or a habit of being mindful of what you're doing, mm. eating. You drinking you're sleeping, whatever you're doing you have to savor I think savoring is the important thing in the concept of mind that kind of mindfulness, but the other kind of mindfulness also is about meditation, but you can see that there is a good um i would say a good connection between the two mindfulness which is savoring every moment and mindfulness meditation because in mindfulness meditation this time you are also savoring, but you are creating mental images you are um Inhaling, inhaling, and exhaling. Um, And you're trying to think of ways to understand your emotions, labeling them, naming them. Yeah, that's basically the process of the mindfulness meditation. And it really goes with the whole concept of impermanence. So I think that's really what mindfulness is all about remembering that things change. Gradually, and we have to be open to that. And I think journaling also helps you with that kind of, um, you know, with a kind of notion or idea. Because when you do journal, you are mindful of what is happening, and hopefully that makes you become more open to the possibilities that could happen, um, which is more open-ended, really, compared to our planners, <laughs> where you yeah. have to really know the end goal here. You don't know the end goal you're just savoring and enjoying the journey and you're savoring it through writing so there
1: i love it i mean mindfulness is actually uh fairly is it a buzzword of the past two years or so two three two years it became a
0: buzzword it became quite popular um because of a lot of um i think apps or companies like headspace um, Ten minute. I forgot exactly the name. And then there, there's calm. Basically, there are a lot of apps to help people get through such overwhelm, uh, such an overwhelming lifestyle, or an overwhelming life. So yeah, that's what oh, the point is. Yeah,
1: I just found out. I mean, I found about, I found out about it a long time ago. I think four years ago. I was actually sent by our work to a workshop about mindfulness. But at that time, I wasn't so convinced of it. And I really just misconstrued it to be meditation. And I suck at (laughs) meditation. I suck at meditation. And um, it's a good thing that you say this because our friend also, our psychology teacher friend, um, actually told me that just like you said, mindfulness can be done in various activities. So I have two mindful activities. And that's really first washing my face. when you're just enjoying the texture of your skin or you're citing the changes between your skin in the morning and then your skin at night when you're washing your face. And the other is really journaling. But I don't know. I mean, I'm so programmed to think that there's a right way to do things or a correct way to do things, but I'm convincing myself so slowly through journaling that I am being mindful of what I do and what I feel And what I can and cannot do, can and cannot control when I journal. And that's been really helpful. I mean, I'm sure that to our audience right now, we sound kind of transcendental. (laughs) We don't mean to intimidate you. It's just really that compared to planning, we're coming from that point wherein we're trying to contrast planning with journaling. Journaling really is that open-ended. And journaling really has that promise of you know, keeping you in, like, keeping you, no, keeping, I'm at the loss of words, but like keeping you aware, there's the word, yeah, keeping you aware of yourself. Um, And I think that's what's been most important during, during the duration of this pandemic, because I bet by the time this comes out, we're still in it. <laughs> yeah. So how would you call it? Yeah, journaling has been great. Thank you, also, mindfulness. And I think we digressed from our little script, but yeah, what other journals are there? Let's go through them.
0: <laughs> Let's go through them. Well, actually, there are a lot of brands, or we don't really need to even talk about brands per se, but yeah, yeah. different types. Yeah. Different,
1: different types.
0: types of journaling. Um, well, some people like to be more creative with their journaling. They do scrapbooking or they create a lot of layouts yeah I do have a little bit of those snippets of my journal having those um, yeah. but it's not as overly um embellished compared to other people it's also it also doesn't really have a theme I know some people have I think there are three themes in journaling what ja- journaling vintage um cute and um yeah vintage cute the cutie
1: kind of design
0: and Kawaii. Yeah, the Kawaii and oh no, I forgot the other one. But yeah.
1: Minimalist. But, um functional. Yes, the, maybe, stuff? Yeah.
0: But it's creative still. The creative minimalist kind of um journal. So yeah, scrapbooking is one. Um then you mentioned about the media journal that you do have. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one journaling system that I do know, which I teach in college, which mm-hmm. is the morning pages. Um uh, it's um it's from Julia Cameron, so uh morning pages serve as a um more or less like a healing process for artists if they would like to heal from um what do we call um well basically autobiograph- or biographically speaking, Julia Cameron did that um as a way to cope with her failed or rather yeah her failed, I'll just be honest there, her failed career as a <laughs> as a filmmaker. So she did admit that that was her road to recover, her way to recover as an artist. So she was trying to find a way to um, channel those feelings um, and to recover in order to get back into um, the creative pursuit. So that's what Morning Pages is all about. Um, it is writing freehand, but, Um, Three full pages. Some would estimate around 750 words to 800 words. That's how it would look like. So that's a lot of words. First thing in the morning. And you are just going to write everything that's um, in your mind. Um, It's basically about getting rid or at least taming your censor. She calls it the censor. which kind of like is the negatron or like the negative <laughs> in your head. So that's what it's all about. It's also, I could relate it also to, since I do watch this show called RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. RuPaul is uh, your inner saboteur. So mm. it's about claiming that element in your life. So Morning Pages is really there for you to um, channel all of those feelings Um, There's really no right or wrong way to do it, but Julia Cameron does have a program, which I could not remember the whole program, but basically there are different steps in the Morning Pages. But then again, it's not necessarily prescribed for you or it's not required for you to follow the program, but you are are recommended to follow it if you do want to make the most out of the Morning Pages um, system.
1: we really thought that there weren't systems at the start but apparently there are and ryan teaches some of them so uh, we're gonna add a link in the description on youtube and of course this episode for that um with regard to journaling i forgot the other term that you can maybe follow on instagram it's called creative journaling as well like in general a lot of journaling is creative it's morning pages scrapbooking Media reading, gratitude, and you know, three-year, five-year, ten-year journals. That's generally the journals that we're aware of. And I'm sure that you're gonna stumble upon something different or a, a hybrid of any of these while you go online. And the point that we're really trying to make in this episode is that, in contrast with planning, journaling is free. It's explorative in nature, and the one thing that it has in common with planning is that you gotta do something that works for you. I have had experiences before wherein, and this is a resounding comment also in the journaling community, wherein they feel fatigued by the pressures of journaling. Remember in the last episode, we were talking about the task, um, what do you call this? You not managing the task, rather the task managing you. When you journal and eventually it could happen to you that the journaling becomes a task then maybe there's something that you have to alter in your journaling process. Um, You can't let the journaling manage you because you are using the journaling to manage the other side, the the less productive side and the more maybe emotional part of yourself. So actually, if you think about it, planning and journaling are complementary. I like to think of it that way, that um, you plan... Your work, you plan your life, but you also journal, okay? Yourself. Oh my God, I I feel like a motivational speaker. This was totally not the intention, but um, if that if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's really that we gotta you know get things in order. I keep saying this over and over again that, um, in these very trying times, we gotta clutch at things to help us make sense of things and you know to move forward and move on and. Maybe planning is that for you. Maybe journaling is that for you. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's fountain pens or whatever other community you're in. But in this case, because we're in the journaling episode, um, journaling has been utterly helpful. Planning helps me preempt things in order to manage my feelings down the line, manage my expectations um, so that I know how to handle disappointment. Um, or how I know how to handle excessive um, events that cause joy, right? But when I'm journaling, I'm in the joy. I'm in my anger. I'm in my disappointment, and it's great to have the ability to look back at that by way of my journal, as supplemented by my planner. Because like I get so like if you know the short story, Ratchmon. <laughs> Right. Thank you. If you know that short story, it's basically a template of one event um, being told from different perspectives, right? Um, It's also that that analogy of the blind man with the elephant. Journaling, planning, this whole fountain pen journey is essentially different dimensions of one event. And I'm getting all cheesy and soft and warm and fuzzy. Just thinking about how this has helped me. Or I think it's helped us. Penn News
2: has helped us. Yeah. 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 Oh, God.
1: We're so serious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Right now, thinking about it, um, I did remember I started the definition of journaling as writing for, what did I say? Writing for. With intention. Writing with intention. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me. Shorter memory. But yeah, writing (laughs) with intention. Now that I think about it, um I do also think that I do want to amend that definition. (laughs) Um or rather I would like to change the definition of writing of journaling as not just simply writing with intention, but um yeah, it's writing with intention, but it's also writing for recovery, whatever recovery is. Recovering from a stressful day, recovering from a traumatizing experience, recovering from you know, like morning pages. It's creative yeah. recovery or recovering from a, a difficult movie or a wonderful movie. Yeah. Basically recalling it. And we don't really mean recovering like you you were damaged or <laughs> you got hurt. But recovery talks about really centering savoring and really being appreciative of whatever the situation is whether good or bad so recovery is important it's rest and it makes us become ready for whatever lies ahead Mm -hmm.
1: oh gosh we're getting so sentimental but seriously guys i mean it is a serious episode we didn't intend for this to be a serious episode because honestly journaling is is so free and creative and all that stuff. We thought that it'd be like utterly fun, but apparently we're getting personal. Um, but how would you say this? I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh dear, <laughs> oh dear. I'm just at that point. Um, I guess I just wanna emphasize then how thankful we are. Um, this is the sixth episode. We're pretty much done with the starter stuff. And this is the part where we transition into more ambitious material. Um, And before we make that transition to maybe hopefully um, getting interviews with some big wigs or some people that we admire or talking with you guys, um, maybe invite some of the noobs or our pen friends onto the platform. Um, This is the part where we're thankful because last time, the last episode was about planning. We've been planning pen noobs for a while, but we also want to essentially quote-unquote journal <laughs> journal our thanks for your community personally I'm thankful for Ryan I'm thankful for him giving me the opportunity to start this thing up and him coming along for the ride being so willing and I'm thankful for the community um, I hope that by the time this comes out we're actually bigger way bigger than when we started um, the fountain pen community is one of the most accommodating and kindest communities. And we are so glad to be part of that. And I will write that in my journal because I have written about it. I have written about how I'm so thankful of pen noobs over the past four weeks, really. And it's it's if journaling is a lifesaver, pen noobs is another kind of lifesaver. So yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Your turn. Your turn to be sentimental. I think we're going to end after your turn. Yeah,
0: actually, I'm really grateful uh, for this chance to be reflective also in the process. I mean, when I was not doing pen noobs, I was just all, you know, I'll just buy a pen. I'll just buy it for the gram or I don't know. I want a photo with that pen because but now it became more intentional um, with the whole process because I ended up talking about things and then saying that oh now i realize what exactly are my what exactly is my philosophy or like what are my beliefs what do i believe in and i'm really starting to understand myself also better as a pen enthusiast so this was also very helpful and as what we mentioned we started we are we started off as noobs and we are still noobs and this whole process actually of doing this podcast is could be helpful for you But we do also want to let you know that it has been very helpful for us because it made us appreciate what we are doing more. Uh, We also feel that we can be a bit helpful um, in our own own small ways. Who would have known? Uh, Our chitty-chatty conversations would (laughs) be interesting for people. And yeah, but I just think that um, I'm grateful also because this made me feel that I am part of a community. I am connected in a certain network of people who share the same passion. In a world wherein we feel isolated, there is that there is that community, online community, that makes it feel that we are still part of truly a network, um, a community that supports, the community that um, celebrates. Yeah, not just, of course, acquiring fountain pens, but it's really about celebrating the um, the journey that people have in the process of stationery, fountain pen, inks, and whatnot. It's basically, yeah, the interest. It's about being inclusive in the whole process. So thank you for being our safe space.
1: We're talking like we're already at our 100th episode. That's not the case. We're just really transitioning into bigger things. But yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Um, We didn't intend for a lot of things in this episode but we hope that you appreciate it still um and trust that big big or bigger things are coming and mm-hmm. we are manifesting that in Ooh. our journals wherein we will reiterate all the gratitude <laughs> that we have stated in this episode so that's it for a journaling episode. It's incomplete. Likely it's gonna be different from your experience in journaling, but we do encourage you to get into it. I mean, you already have your pen, you have your ink, you have your paper, you know how to plan, and this time you have the opportunity to journal cannot words, you have the opportunity to journal. So your starter kit ready, your noob kit is complete. Get to it, guys. Get to it. And that's it. Please follow us on social media. We are still just on Instagram at the Pen News Podcast. And we stream on well, there's a link in the bio. Ugh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, so many casts. Just follow the link. And you're gonna see our faces on YouTube. And we'll see you in the next episode. See you in
0: the next episode, Bye. everyone. Thank you. Thank you.